ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930 present The Drive. Brought to you by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Local women, local now. Member FDIC. It is Monday, March 1st. Your drive begins now on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. You can be a part of the program. You too can do that. All you have to do is call the White Claw phone lines at 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. White Claw, hard seltzer made pure. Tony Kemper comes up here in the next few minutes. We're going to talk about the women's weekend, the thundering herd on the women's side split with North Texas. So congratulations to Coach Kemper. The men, they split with North Texas as well. First game was not a very good game, as you all know, if you were with us over the weekend. The second game, however, much better performance by the Thundering Herd. At one point, it was like the gunfight at the OK Corral with the sheriff himself, Andrew Taylor. I know uh, Mayberry and the OK Corral are, are two different properties in the same shared Western universe, maybe. I don't know. Is Mayberry even in like a Western universe? It's just like an idyllic town here on television with a sheriff, Andrew Taylor, five of five from the three-point line, seven of ten from the field. He had 20 points. Uh, needs to work on these free throws a little bit. One of five. Needs to work on those. Not saying that could have cost the herd. I'm not saying that. He kind of said that. I'm not saying that. He was worried about that. But Thundering Herd prevails over North Texas, 73-72. I liked how they came out. Honestly, they got punched in the mouth Friday. North Texas came in, punched them in the mouth, and they didn't punch back. It's one thing if you fight and you lose. It's another thing if you don't fight and you just take it. And I thought Marshall just went through the motions, got pushed around. Tavion Kinsey even talked about it. He wasn't happy on Friday. This team just got bullied. Saturday, completely different story. Marshall comes out more aggressive. And give North credit. Give North Texas credit. Give them credit. They are a good basketball team. They're one of the best teams in Conference USA. So is Marshall right now. So, obviously, you're going to see a pretty good fight here. It's almost like Godzilla versus King Kong here. You're going to have two Titans just going at each other. And North Texas came out, got the better of Marshall that first night. Marshall comes back, responds, gets the split. Okay, I'm good with that. It's going to be settled at the tournament anyway. So, the tournament's what matters. And so we move on now. Charlotte coming into Huntington. Marshall can wrap it up, maybe get both those games, go into the tournament as a pretty good seed, win the tournament, and you get to go to the NCAA tournament. NIT is going to be different this year. North Texas, by the way, the Super Pit, North Texas, going to host the NIT. And there's going to be 16 bids, all at large. The conference comes out with this information earlier today. And I thought to myself, that's interesting. I was kind of concerned or curious, will there be postseason tournaments past the NCAA tournament? Of course, the NIT, one of the longest-running tournaments, one of the older tournaments, and more relevant than it has been in a long time here in the last few years. Still, you want to win the NCAA tournament, but the, the NIT is pretty much a good consolation prize. And it's become more relevant. 16 teams at large bids, by the way. At large bids. There's not going to be, if you win your conference and you lose the tournament, 
you are going to get into the NIT. That's gone this year with 16 bids. So it's going to be at large. So there's no guarantee now. If Western Kentucky wins Conference USA in the regular season and loses in the Conference USA tournament, there's no guarantee that they get an at-large bid to anything. I mean, Conference USA could be a one-bid-and-done league here. So keep that in mind. That's something that was interesting. And, of course, you know, I don't even know what's going to happen on the women's side yet, so maybe uh, Coach Kemper can enlighten us a little bit there. It's still smart. You're going to have a, a tournament, a smaller tournament. You're going to have a tournament that is going to be a little bit more controlled, I would think, with 16 teams at one host site. And I'm sure part of it is I don't know what the availability of Madison Square Garden is going to be. I'm sure that's part of it, not the whole factor. But right now, we've got hockey season going on. We've got the NBA going on. The seasons are kind of off balance just a little bit with the schedule. Baseball is starting to finally ramp back up. So we're getting one full rotation now here with all the sports. Baseball yesterday, there were some um, spring training games going on. So we had a little bit of that action with the Pirates, hopefully to have some more for you tomorrow, but that's where we're at right now. We're seeing some adjustments made until we get to a point where we can restrict, um, well, relax the restrictions. I think that's probably the, the, what I'm trying to say here. You don't have to, maybe you can have more fans show up. Maybe you can get to a point where I'm thinking we go through another full rotation of this. We go through one more rotation and let the vaccinations take its course. Most people will get vaccinations, and when we do, we'll get to a point where maybe we can relax a little bit. I still think we're probably going to be doing some of this stuff here in the next few months. I don't think we're going to have the same. Is it going to be the same? That's, I guess, where I'm going. Are we going to be body-to-body, wall-to-wall, crowding up on each other? Is it going to be a little bit more thought process into how these uh, how these events are run here and, and how you protect yourself. I mean, what what's it going to look like here in six months, a year from now? I don't know. But you might see maybe the NIT is going to be a 16-team event held at one institution. Maybe it goes back to 32. The NCAA going to be held in sort of a – closed atmosphere compared to years past. Yeah, I don't think that will be that way for long. The NCAA will be at at different sites across the country. After all, that's the allure of it. I mean, you can go to a regional site, see some games, and it's not like the basketball tournament, just, okay, we're going to have a made-for-TV event. But the NCAA tournament's a made-for-TV event this year. It's not a an arena event. It's a made-for-TV event. The NIT is going to be a made-for-TV event. That's probably why they're going to be able to do this, have 16 teams, one location. It's made-for-TV. Don't have to worry about, okay, where are we going to play? Who's going to host a first-round site? You know, you, you're not having that. Uh, Tony Kemper, he's going to be ready for us. Other side of the break, we're going to give him a call. Last week we had issues with his phone. He said that he's going to be ready. I told him, we'll see. So that comes up next here. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930.
Buckle up, Paul Swan has the wheel on The Drive, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive, Monday, March 1st. Thundering Herd on the women's side, getting a split. I'll take that, especially in this uh, in this season, I'll take that. And joining us now to tell us a little bit more about what's happening with his program, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team, Tony Kemper. And uh, I like this. Uh, you win, we bring you on every Monday. I hope we can continue this all the way to the NCAA tournament. I mean, that, no pressure, none. Let's see if um, let's see if we can make that happen again. See, last week we had problems with coach. This week it's us. It's our. It's us. We're having we're having technical problems, and we are. We're going to get this right eventually. Uh, Nick Verzellini, our intern, dialing fever, yeah, furiously right now as we speak, trying to get Coach back. Um, I'll just hang here, Nick, for a second. I'm not going anywhere. Um, Marshall women in action coming up next week, or this week. Um, Coach is texting me now. It's like it's not my fault. It's your fault this time. Yes, it is our fault this time. All right, I think he he's he's almost got it. He's almost got it. You, you, I got a dial tone on the air, Nick. I got a dial tone. I'll tell you what, Nick. You want me to call and you talk for a minute? Can you do that? No, seriously. Can you, I'll call him? You talk. You, okay. You have to actually know. You have to take that microphone right there. That you have to talk into it. Okay. Can you do that? Try to get Coach Kemper here on the line as we uh, wait things here. As I am the intern, Nick Verzellini. And we'll wait here a few moments. But the women's team did get the win this weekend. And Okay, Nick. Um... Put him on. Let's see if we got this for you, okay? Okay, is he do you have it potted up? Interns, man, I'm telling you. Interns. Uh Tony Kemper on the program. Man, you know what? This is like payback for last week, man. I this this is karma. Karma. I thought, you know, it's kinda of, that's kinda of how we play on Friday nights, honestly. You know, that first there's a little bit it's a little sticky that first night, and then we usually get it ironed out the second. So so what, you're, now. so what you're telling me is this is my Friday right now. You're you're Saturday and I'm Friday. Well, I'm ready to be I'm ready to be Saturday. I, I was ready today. I, you got me last week, karma, whatever you want to call it, but this week I was ready. I just let him out of practice so I could make sure I was on time. And then we had a we had a little bit of problems getting me across the finish line, I guess you'd say. Okay, so I guess I'm gonna have to come to practice. I'm, maybe I maybe I need to come to practice and to get me ready. We could just we could just do it courtside. That that would work. We could do that. Um, Tony Kemper's with us. Um, hey, um, you get a split. I know you want the you want the sweep, but still, uh, one's better than zero. 
and it gets you closer to uh, the finished goal, and that's coming up here quickly. But you got some business to take care of before you get to the conference tournament, uh, before we get into the game itself. Uh, everybody's going to the conference tournament. Um, what do you think about that? Uh, how how's that change, if anything, for you? Well, I think in typical coach fashion, if we finish seventh, I really like that. If we finish anywhere other than seventh, then I don't like it. You know, because and we're kind of uh, as we have been all year. Our side is really jammed up, and I think we could finish as high as fourth, and we could also finish seventh. You know, this weekend. So it's. Uh, I know that all year I've been talking about, um, you know, the difficulties of having a year that had rhythm, and, and we struggled with that early on. I do think our team's playing pretty well now, so I, I was happy to be able to tell them that, you know, we were going to get a chance to go to Frisco when that came out. Uh, I think the difficulty in it right now, we have no information on what it is. You know, I mean, we don't we don't know anything, so – we know that uh, we're going to get the opportunity to play, you know, who, when, where, uh, time of the day, all that stuff is uh, its a, every bit of secret to me as it is to you. As a coach, is that frustrating or are you just rolling with it? You play where they uh, tell you to play and you show up when they tell you to show up? Well, that's how kind of how I do it generally. I mean, you control the things you can control and – and yet, I'd, I'd like to see the bracket. I mean, you never know where everybody's going to finish until the last game's played. I mean, that's when you have 14 teams in your league, um, it's almost always that way. So that part isn't surprising to me. But, um, you know, I would like to know the bracket so we can start to plan scenarios a little bit for travel and practice times and stuff like that. But we'll we'll work it out. And that that's the way this year's been. You know, you've, you've had to be wiggly with what there's kind of things – you had to know your absolutes about what you could get through and what, what you could work on and different things like that. And so um, we know now that we're going to be playing in Frisco, and we're happy about that. Um, you know, a year ago we didn't get beat out of that tournament. We were getting ready to play uh, to try to upset Rice last year. And, uh, you know, so I know our team is excited to, to return. You know, we, I think we left with a good feeling. And uh, in, in terms of from a basketball perspective, um, and, and I know we want to be back down. Some teams, would this be maybe something you'd have to worry about as far as lack of focus? Okay, they're in. They know they're in. With this team, it feels like, okay, we're in. Now let's just get ready. Is is that the vibe I'm, I'm getting from you as far as uh, this team and they're ready to go no matter how they get in? Uh, yeah, I mean, we're we are we're building momentum right now. You know, I think sometimes you you can have a team at this point in the year that has been through a lot, which we have, but they look tired right now. I don't see that with our team. You know, um, they are they're better in practice. They're more focused. I think there's a better understanding of roles and what we're trying to get done, and they're playing pretty well. You know, you look at um, we almost got two out there defensively. I would say the last three games are as good as any stretch that I can remember since I've been here. You know, Rice is a very efficient offensive team, held them to 56, and then went down to Texas, another good offensive team. I think they're fourth or fifth in scoring offense in our league and held them to 52 and 55, I think. So that's 56, 52, 55 in the last three games. Um, you know, we're, 
were pretty tough to score on right now. That will be tested in Murfreesboro, but I'm really happy with where we're at defensively. And, and honestly, we've struggled to score the ball all year. I wish that wasn't a thing, but we've sort of learned how to win without it, and I'm proud of them for that. You know, that I'm proud of them for hanging their identity on that and, you know, winning two out of three in the last three games against teams that are really good. Tony Kemper joining me, head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. So you, know, you almost get the sweep. You go down to Murfreesboro for the regular season finale. You've had the last four, including those, uh, on the road uh, once it's all said and done before you get to the tournament. Uh, do you like that, just having no more worries at home? You can just go on the road, focus, get ready for being on the road the rest of the way? Or would you prefer to maybe at least have a, at least one more shot at home before you had to go out and do this in the tournament? Yeah, I, th- I mean, I-, I knew that we were playing really good teams at the end. And um, home or road, it probably didn't matter that much. Uh, I do think we're going to be, you know, you look at our travel schedule, it's not easy. You know, we just got back from a uh, long trip to Texas, and it, it took a lot out of us. <laughs> I mean, 80 minutes of stressful basketball uh two very tight games and then um you come back and we do have a short week which you know we you know us just talk in the middle move the games up so we'd have a little bit more time to get ready for the tournament so i do like that but it does kind of smash us right now and um and yet i think our team's ready for that i think uh like i said i think we're building momentum so we're going to be excited to lace them up again and play uh, the fact that it's in Murfreesboro, I think, just adds a little bit to our bodies. Um, and But that's part of basketball. You know, I think basketball, this time of year, it's it's a tough sport to play in college. Um, you know, if you're young, you're pretty worn down by now because um, it's just longer than what you're used to. But I, I, think, uh, I think we'll be excited to play, and it, it'll be a challenge down there. As far as travel for the tournament, since you don't know what the bracket's going to look like, and that's not going to come out until Saturday, you know, will you be already heading for the tournament, coming back home, then departing for the tournament? Is that even a, a thought in your mind yet? What the final plan is going to be? You know, we're we're gonna we're gonna come back home. Um, we a while back we scheduled a, a Monday flight, and we're gonna go ahead and keep that. I think the earliest we could play, um, if we finish sixth or seventh and everybody plays, I think that would be Tuesday. Um, and we talked a little bit administration uh, about maybe going down on Sunday. But, I, you know, we're used to leaving the day before. So I, I, it doesn't mess with our typical clock that much. Um, we may give up a little bit of gym time. Um, we'll probably just have a really short window to maybe shoot around the night before. But but that's okay. I mean, I, we, we know we got to go wherever we go play. It, the goals are the same heights. We got to show up and, and play well. So um, we, we'll have to get around that if that's what happens. Going back to Frisco, you've done it before. You've seen the place. You, uh, nothing's changed, I'm sure, really. So is that gym time then just acclimating to the surroundings? Is that really something at this point in being there several years? For the most part, everyone knows what it's about. There's nothing new I don't think they can throw at you at Frisco other than an opponent. Yeah, I think – I mean, it's always good to get in there and see the sight lines and shoot a little bit, but that's really what it is. I mean, it's just uh, getting the ones that haven't been there, Kennedy Colclaw, CeCe Mays, you know, the younger ones, the new ones. Um, 
Mo Matthews, get him in the building because uh, they haven't seen it. But we would just shoot a little bit in there. And, and uh, you know, the walkthrough, the, the game plan is going to be in before then. Uh, you work on that stuff at the hotel. You don't have time to practice, practice when you get down there. So, um, But it is important, I think, to see it. You are right. Uh, most of our team has been through it and been there, so um, should be uh, should be a little more relaxed, I think, than maybe even last year. Um, you know, it's kind of new. Started slow last year, but boy, we closed well and hard, and came up with a tough, hard-fought victory over Southern Miss a year ago. So, hopefully, they have good memories about it, and uh, we're ready to play well this weekend, and then get to that tournament and play well again. Down. You mentioned game plan. It's always fascinating to me how you turn that around so quickly. As you said, you're going to do that at the hotel. But it begins when? You get off the court on Saturday. You go right to uh, your computers, phones, whatever, find out your opponent, and then you you start breaking those notes out again and and start your scout over. How's that work trying to just turn this around and then do it again and again and again? Yeah, we'll have to be – you can't really tell like we can't even see a bracket so we don't even know um we could we could finish a a wide range of places and we haven't seen a bracket yet so um it's pretty hard to speculate where you've uh where you're gonna who you're gonna play uh this year's unique because we haven't played everybody i mean there's four teams that we haven't played and won't play so uh, won't play until possibly we get there so usually you have at least one scout on everybody done and you just kind of update that with the most recent game. So if we end up, you know, playing somebody we haven't played, we will probably uh, do a staff scout. We'll probably have somebody on defense, uh, somebody on offense, um, you know, kind of somebody we don't call it special teams, but kind of looking at the baseline out of bounds, side out of bounds, um, you know, their defenses, unique defenses if they have them. So it's kind of, I guess if, we play one of the eight teams that we will have played, then we'll have a head start on it. If we play some of the other ones, then we'll be starting from scratch and we'll have to kind of put it all together as a group. Tony Kemper joining me. Do you have anything in your uh, bag of tricks you haven't brought out yet? You're saving it just for this time? <laughs> I wish. Uh, they, they we're pretty much, by this time of year, you pretty much are who you are. So. Um, hopefully, we, you know, we've started to shoot it a little bit better, and I hope that's a thing that sticks because um, I do think we're probably – I think our poor shooting for much much of the year has been a product of our practice and the in-and-out nature of what we've had to go through. But, um, you know, we're starting to shoot it a little bit more like what I thought we would. So hopefully that that's kind of a new thing here recently. I hope it sticks around. Tony Kemper's joining me. I promised him I'd get him off by 5.30 if he needed it. It's 5.32, so I have to keep that promise. Uh, I appreciate it. I got another one lined up right behind you. Not a radio show, but I got another phone call here I got to make. Hey, look, anytime uh, anytime the call's more important, if I hear uh, the phone drop, I'll understand. No problem. (laughs) Well, I'm not dropping it, but you know how it is. Recruiting and all, there's all kinds of stuff that goes on this time of year. You got to balance it all out. Our staff does a good job of that. Um, got we've got one arranged right here, and there. You know, a lot of these recruits are just as busy as we are. So when you get a window, you got to take it. So I appreciate you having me on, and I appreciate you know you understanding kind of that side of it as well. Not a problem. Anytime you need a big time, Ian, just go. Hey, Paul, I'm sorry, I got to go. Click. It's good. <laughs> it's no problem. Well, hey, sorry, Paul, I got to go. Tony Kemper.
<laughs> Wait for that drop signal. Thanks, sir. Appreciate you. Tony Kemper, my guest, the head coach of the Marshall women's basketball team. When we continue, we will get your phone calls in. We're going to get your phone call. We need phone practice. Nick Verzellini, my intern, we need phone practice with you. Let's hope we can get some folks to help you with that phone practice when we continue. Oh, by the way, you have to hit drop on the – okay, there you go. Good job. Good job. More on the way. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. This is The Drive with Paul Swan on ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930. Presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Our phone lines this hour, 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. Welcome back to today's edition of The Drive. Paul Swan, your host. My intern this afternoon, Nick Verzellini. Need some practice on the phones. By the way, Nick, I wasn't listening to you when I was actually coach, yeah, calling coach. What? I, so I don't have to go back and listen later? What, what did you say? Because I was seriously not paying attention. I, I just foolishly just said, turn the mic on, Nick. I'll make the phone call. What did you say? Nothing really. Nothing really. All right. Again, I, I, okay, I guess we can't fault that. I'm not going to get into trouble. I just want to make sure. I don't want to have a conversation later. Did you hear what Nick said on your – no, I did not. All right, good deal. All right, so I just want to make sure. Um, you're going to find um, – you're, you're going to find, Nick, that um, you remember how I treated Spencer last year, right? Okay. You still want to do this after what I did to Spencer last year. Okay. All right. I'm making sure. I'm making sure. I have high expectations for you, okay? You always got to be better than the last guy. You have to be better than the last guy. So high expectations for you. Uh, the phone number is 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. We do have fun on the show. That's a part of just my DNA. If we're not having fun, what's the point here? And unfortunately, the Thundering Herd not having fun today in volleyball. Marshall playing the 20th-ranked Hilltoppers of Western Kentucky. Marshall, they fell in four sets. To step up from... From the previous one, won the first set, which stopped Western Kentucky's streak of 25 straight set victories. January 24th against Mercer was the last time that the Hilltoppers lost a set. It was the third frame against Mercer. Marshall's now 5-3, and 3-3 three. Three and three in conference. Western Kentucky's 11-0, and 6-0 in the league. We'll try to get uh, Ari Agnes on sometime uh, later this week. Uh, I don't know if we'll get her tomorrow. It just depends on what her schedule looks like. But uh, she was okay with um, all in all. It's a process. You hear Coach Huff talk about that. We're going to apply that to volleyball. Trust the process. Trust the process. Hey, I still like the direction the volleyball team's going right now. Five and three, you took on the 20th ranked team in the country, and Western Kentucky is a legit top 25 team in volleyball. I think you did all right. You did. I mean, and look at it wasn't as I mean the fourth set Western got got away from them, but they it was 25 21-16-25, 18-25, 9-25. So Western got away from them in the fourth, but that's not terrible. Got to work on some things. 
plenty of volleyball still to go. So uh, that's our that's our Ari Agnes update for the day. We'll try to get her on here soon. Um, I don't know. We've kind of got that policy. If you win, you get on the show, right? That <laughs> We said that last week. So I was sitting there thinking, okay, good. Coach Kemper won. I can get him on. Because we made that thing. I, I didn't want to text him, hey, Coach, um, you want to come on the show and, and talk about the losses? You never want to make that phone call. You never want to. But, no, Coach would come on anyway if I needed him to. That was, uh, that was good for them. The, the women get to split. The men get to split. Hopefully uh, Marshall can go on the road on the women's side and win, taking on middle. And hopefully Marshall can welcome in Charlotte and get a – not a split, but an actual – Sweep this time that would be nice. Get a sweep, and let's get on to the conference USA tournament for the Thundering Herd. That was interesting to hear though from Coach Kemper. Don't have a bracket yet. Don't have an idea of what that's going to look like, how that's going to be formatted. So that's interesting. I'm going to say that's the same thing on the men's side that we just don't know. Maybe we get closer to the end of the week. Something comes out. Maybe the league will send an update. Go, okay, this is what the empty bracket looks like. I mean, you have to have a bracket, right? You have to have an idea of when teams are going to play, what's it going to look like, unless they're still formulating that. I would think at this point they would have that. Not to have the coaches have that, though. I mean, it's one thing. If they don't release it to the media, that's fine. I get that. But the coaches don't have that yet, don't have that information. Give them an idea, like okay, if we finish six, we're gonna we're gonna play here, here, here. If we finish seventh, this is what you know. Give them an idea, give them everything they need, not just okay. Here's where you play. We'll see you on Tuesday. I think that would be smart from the league just to do that. And I don't know why I'm surprised by that. The fact that they don't have that information, I don't know why I'm surprised. So just show up. Here's um here's when you're playing. We'll see you on Tuesday. So the women are going to be heading out on Monday. Uh, I'm sure that'll be the same for the men. We'll find out later this week. All right, when we continue, we'll get your phone calls in. 877-420-TALK, 877-420-8255. More coming up. It's The Drive, ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. We're taking Paul Swan everywhere. Download or subscribe to The Drive with Paul Swan on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. We are presented by Huntington Federal Savings Bank. Welcome back to the Monday edition of The Drive on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Everything going on today, Marshall slipped out some information, kind of quietly, just put it out there. Uh, We knew for a while now that Doug Chapman would be returning to Marshall. He is going to be the Senior Analyst, Director of Player Development, Mike Bartram coming back, the senior analyst, special assistant to the head coach. But there are several new names that are coming onto campus, several new titles, and the announcements coming out today, social media, herdzone.com. The staff is complete. You have a general manager. You have a director of player personnel. You have a director of on-campus recruiting. You have an assistant director of football operations. You have an associate director of sports performance. And I hear they're still looking for interns. 
Depending on today's performance, how it goes the rest of the way, I might have an intern for them. Is that fair of me, Nick? Is that fair? Would you rather intern here or with Marshall football? Be honest. Here? Okay. Because I'm grading you. That's why. That's why you say that answer here. Uh, there's a lot um, lot going on here. There's um, there's a staff being put together here for herd football. Now, you've got a general manager. Okay. You've got a director of player personnel. You've got an associate director of sports performance. And, of course, you know, with uh, with Mike Bartram coming in as your special assistant to the head coach and your director of player development going to be Doug Chapman. Uh, you've got a nice mix of some uh, some new faces, some new ways of doing things here. And, of course, you also have some people who know what it's like to be Marshall, especially with Doug Chapman. Chapman coming in, he's going to bring a lot of history and familiarity back with him. Mike Bartram, he's going to bring a lot into the program as well. you got some history there some different levels of history coming in. So I'm telling you, it, it feels like it feels like Marshall Football Incorporated over here, to be honest with you. And that's not a bad thing. It, it just feels like the staff is getting bigger, that there are more faces being brought in, there are more people coming in to the program. And I think this might be the the boost that Marshall needs on the football side of things. You're doing things a little different. You're bringing a different attitude to the program. You're bringing in people who maybe do things differently than what you've been used to, and it's all coming together right now. Now, what this looks like when the first football game takes place and what the last football game looks like here, you know, that's going to be a, a big tale. And also, what this is going to look like over the next several Weeks, months, years, we, we, we got a long way to go here. This isn't a done deal by any stretch of the imagination. This is, of course, going to be, for lack of a better word, a process. And that's what Coach has been talking about on social media. He has talked about trusting the process. And I will say this for him. He is more active on social media than ever before from the football side of things. You got a different personality coming in here. I mean, I think that's the thing that really hurt Doc from a from a fan perspective. Coach Huff, he goes out there, he's personable. You see him, he's getting coffee every day. I mean, he's running over, getting getting tutors. He's doing everything. He's taking in the sights and sounds. He's he's being a part of everything. I mean, yeah, he's exploring his environment for one. He's kind of getting a feel for everything. And he's, he's fun on social media because that's where kids are, right? Let's be honest. That's where kids are. I mean, I'm, not saying he's, um, I'm not saying he's new school, but he's not old school. He gets it. On the social media front, he gets it. I mean, you know, if he tweets at you, that's him. That, that, is, that is Charles Huff right there on his phone he has messaged you. He has tweeted at you. He has posted. He's posting wrestling gifs or gifs, depending on your uh, your take on that word. Is a gif or gif for you, Nick? Do you have a stance on that? A gif or a gif? 
You like GIF? I, I like GIF, maybe. I mean, that's a debate to have another time here. I mean, come on. I mean, again, I'm not taking shots at Doc. I love Doc. But do you think Doc is going to get on Twitter and post, like, a Hulk Hogan leg drop or a Stone Cold Stunner or a Dwayne The Rock Johnson rock bottom or a, oh, yeah, from the Macho Man? No. Doc wasn't doing that because that wasn't Doc. Doc was the kind of guy who woke up early, got his stuff in gear, came in, put his nose to the grind, got to work, and grinded. And then when the sun set and somebody said, Doc, go home, he went home. Different styles. That's it. Not not a criticism, just different styles. And Doc has said, you know, I'm not on that stuff. Doc's not on that stuff. He's not He's not sitting there. Uh, be honest. Yeah, I think the younger you are, the more adept you are at multitasking with multiple screens. I think that's fair. Except you, Nick. Don't look. See, look, you're playing on your phone right now, right? Aren't you? Okay. I can't see your hands in there in the talk booth. Okay, hands up. Good. You you know, but you know what I'm saying. I mean, the younger you are, yeah, you do. You're. It's more natural to you to get on and and do that. And honestly, that's going to serve him well because he's going to be online and he's going to be able to be seen and, and people are going to know what he's doing and, and feel like they're connected to him. And that if you if you at coach, if you put an ad at him, he's probably going to see it. He's going to see it. He might respond, and it might be a macho man gif or gif. I'll go gif. You say gif. You want to go with gif? We'll go with gif. Okay. I don't think that's right, but he's going to put that in there. He's going to put, you know, maybe I don't know, maybe a Ric Flair. We've seen him throw a Ric Flair on. I think. So what that tells me is that Coach is going home and Coach is turning on Raw on Mondays and probably AEW on Wednesdays or NXT or, or recording on both. Uh, I don't even know when SmackDown comes on. I'm sorry. I don't watch SmackDown. Fridays, I think, still? Okay, I don't even watch SmackDown. I, I don't watch WWE anymore. AEW, that's where it's at. Much better. Okay, maybe not. I don't know. You look like you're disagreeing in there with me, Nick. Okay, you don't watch wrestling? I got to work on that. I, I got to work on that. Um, see, usually Wednesday nights I'm watching hockey. Wednesday night hockey because that's the only time I can get it. It's like on NBC I can get it uh, maybe like a Sunday game and maybe a Wednesday game. Uh, they throw on a Saturday game now and then. So we're going to be talking hockey, though, uh, here in the near future. Because next week, uh, fantasy hockey, I'm taking on Cody Lynn over at Marshall. Basketball SID, uh, we're, we're playing fantasy hockey, and he's undefeated. And there's only one person that can stop him. Me. I'm undefeated. And he's sitting over there right now going, you know what, Swan's undefeated, and there's only one person that can stop him. And he's saying me. So it be fun. We might, I'm going to get him on. We might talk trash on the air. Probably not. Probably not. He's actually doing 
SID stuff. Um, he'll have the tournament. See, it's convenient. We're playing the week, I believe, of the tournament. He's going to be focused on the tournament. I, I might have a chance in this. We'll see. We'll see coming up. It's been fun today. Hey, thanks for hanging out with us on this Monday. Uh, let us cut up with you and uh, have some fun. We'll do it again tomorrow. Uh, we, of course, hopefully we'll hear from Dan D'Antoni. I think we're going to uh, have a presser with him coming up this week. I think it's tomorrow, so we'll hear from him. Uh, also, uh, I think Tony's going to have a, a coach camper. He's going to have a, a presser, I'm sure, so we'll get a little bit of that as uh, we get closer and move to uh, this weekend's action. And um, We'll see what happens there. And, of course, uh, it's going to be Charlotte this week on the men's side. So it's going to be finally – it's going to be weird because it's not going to be the same opponent. It's going to be Charlotte on the men's side, and it's going to be Middle Tennessee on the women's side. So it's going to be not that split anymore. The one team's at home, the one team's on the road uh, against the same uh, school. So that'll be a little different. But, hey, we're getting closer to tournament time Looking forward to it. Back tomorrow, we'll do it all over again right here on ESPN 94.1 and AM 930. Your flagship home of the Marshall Thundering Herd and The Drive with Paul Swan, ESPN 94.1 FM and AM 930.